Welcome to the Professional Millennials Podcast. He's Derek. And she's Tori. Join us while we talk about life from the perspective of young adults trying to make it in the world. Well, thank you guys again for listening to our third episode. I think I want to start off by apologizing for missing the last two episodes these past two weeks, but we're going to get to all the many reasons why we were caught up and even without power for a while. All of the many ups and downs. <laughs> but let's start with the ups. You know, we dropped our last episode on February 1st, which was my birthday. And I really want to do a big shout out to our friends, uh, Tony and Noel and uh, Tanner and Sam. They were awesome friends of ours back in Raleigh. And they put together a nice little uh, little party for me at a local brewery. We had a great time, you know, enjoying my birthday and celebrating, but also saying goodbye to a lot of our good friends there. So again, I really appreciate that. You know, you got to definitely appreciate the people you have in your life while you're around them because you don't want to look back and realize that you missed the good old days. It's definitely bittersweet to be leaving, but we're so thankful to have had them in our lives and to hang out with them all the time, even with COVID and everything. But yeah, we're definitely looking forward to heading back to Raleigh at some point, visiting them and hopefully having them come out to visit us sometime soon. Absolutely. So again, thank you to all of our amazing friends back in Raleigh. Um, now can you start to move on to us leaving, which actually started the day after my birthday. We got a call from the moving company because there was a lot of snow dumped on the East Coast the week before. All of their timelines got bumped back a week. So if we were to get our um, belongings a week late, that actually would have been after I started work. And of course, I need to have my clothes with me when I'm working because it wouldn't be good if I showed up naked. Yeah, and even if it you know were to arrive quicker, like we still wouldn't have had time to really unpack anything before you started work. So it just would have been absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. So we decided to just cancel that, get a Penske, and thankfully my parents, sweet, sweet angels, were, you know, were able to come out right away and help us out. That's definitely our second shout out of the episode already, just a couple minutes in. You know, big shout out to Tori's parents for helping us out. Um, you know, they... Although they do have, you know, free standby flights, it's still not easy to go fly from Texas to North Carolina and then drive a big 26-foot moving truck back. I guess that was maybe the third hiccup is that they didn't have the size truck that we tried to rent, but we got upgraded, so that's a positive. Uh, I think my favorite part about it is that Tori's mom was kind of making sure her dad was okay to drive it and, you know, checking in. Remember, it's a big truck, and he just had this response that, you know, he flew... 737s and so a Penske truck was going to be nothing for him and he did a great job I mean he made it through the entire 1,000 mile plus trip however I did not literally like an hour and a half outside of Raleigh we hit a bump and my steering wheel flipped 20 degrees to the left and that was my new center so we couldn't drive like that much longer so we found the nearest Nissan dealership and the guys there were awesome at Ben Mine at Nissan um, they squeezed me in even though they're supposed to be appointment only I literally pulled into their service bay with Daisy and Hazel in the car and they were totally cool with it. They let us stay in the waiting room with both our dog and our cat um, and they got us out of there as fast as they could. It took about 24 hours that we ended up just wasting in a hotel room. But, you know, all in all, it could have been a whole lot worse if we went flying off the road or something. Yeah, safety first. You know, if you're ha ever having car troubles on a road trip, it's best to just get them addressed and then you can always make up for lost time on the road. But bad things always happen in threes. 
So after the moving company canceled and after car troubles, we finally hit our third major disaster of the trip. Um, where was it? Mississippi? Oxford, Mississippi. No, was it Alabama? No, it was Oxford. No, Mississippi? Okay. Was Mississippi. it? Mississippi. No, you're right. We didn't even make it that far. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was in Alabama. Yeah. So in Alabama, good old Alabama, we like get to the hotel, like first long day of driving after Derek's car was fixed, right? We got in like probably like 7 30, 8 o'clock at night. It's dark. We're tired. We're so tired. And I like get up from the bed I've been laying on for like the past 45 minutes. And what do I see? But a motherfucking bed bug crawling on my pillow. <laughs> So the best part about this is that Tori was on top of the sheets, still fully clothed, so she was covered. She wasn't like surrounded in them or anything, but we immediately grabbed the pillow, took it off, and put it in the corner of the room, and we went to try to go sort things out. And mind you, we are traveling with our pets and my parents. So like we all had to like get it together and get out of there as quickly as possible, like throw my clothes into a plastic bag. Your most important piece of clothing? what oh my gosh we were also traveling with my wedding dress that i've already purchased so we had to get that out of the hotel and get it back in the penske and oh my goodness guys like i cannot express how stressful that was but once we got to a different hotel we were able to finally relax and luckily there was a really nice hampton inn literally connecting their parking lots. It was right next door. So it wasn't hard to get over there. And the Hampton Inn got us in really quickly. And it was a great room. We're so thankful. It's so tough to travel when you have to go to pet-friendly hotels only. So, you know, thankfully we were able to make the transition and get out of there. But we are just so thankful that we saw the bed bugs and got out of there as quickly as possible. Just so we... Did not have to bring that into our new home. Could you imagine? Whew. So that was a rough one. But luckily after that, we woke up the next morning, you know, got a nice early start and we made it all the way into Texas. But of course, Texas being the big state that it is, we had to stay one more night uh, in East Texas before doing our final drive. We arrived here uh, Super Bowl Sunday and we could finally start unpacking. Yes, we were able to watch the Super Bowl semi-comfortably, went to bed on <laughs> basically an air mattress, and now we are living large, but we had more drama once we got here. So, of course, leave it to us to have a crazy, you know, freak weather happening. Um, just so you guys know the history here, back in 2015 in South Carolina, we had a thousand year flood from Hurricane Joaquin that flooded us out of my house. Literally woke up at 5 a.m. to water in our bedroom. Then we went down to Florida after that. Oh, sorry. There was also an ice storm while we were living in uh, South Carolina that shut the entire city of Columbia down for over a week. Um, then in Florida, we had multiple Category 5 hurricanes. We had to evacuate all the way up to your parents' place in Maryland because every single hotel going up 95 in Florida, Georgia, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, I mean, everything was taken. People were going either out to Tennessee or up to the Northeast to get away from this thing. Then after Florida, we go to North Carolina and we think we're okay. But of course we have multiple storms that have 
tornado warnings and watches with a few touching down in our, our area. So it's just par for the course to move to Texas and have single digit temperatures with multiple snowfalls and I would say the worst winter they've seen in what, about 50 years? Yeah, just about. We were talking to Tori's parents and the, the house that we're actually staying in right now has never seen weather this cold since it was built. And that was about 40 years ago, 50 years ago actually now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was in the 70s. So it has been quite the ordeal. We lost power for two and a half, three days. Didn't have any hot water. So, you know, no power would have been fine. But without the hot water, you know, it was just a double, double whammy there. We are blessed though. We do have, you know, a fireplace. So <laughs> we were finding everything we could. We were burning rolled up, you know, moving boxes. We were looking for scrap wood in the garage because nobody around here stocks firewood, really. Yeah, you know, the fact that they didn't have firewood because most people don't have wood-burning fireplaces, it was really tough, and the few places that did sell it were, you know, immediately sold out. So, unfortunately, we weren't able to get that, but we had a little bit of scrap wood around. And In the two days we were here, we kept the house around 60 degrees or so, so it wasn't miserable, of course, if the fire went out or we stopped overnight, it would quickly drop, you know, 10 degrees or more. So we are so thankful to have rejoined the first world with both power and running water. But we still are under a uh, boil water advisory, but that is not a huge problem for us. Yes, but can't wait for life to return to normal, hopefully sooner than later. And it's amazing the things that like you really appreciate when you don't have them. And what I think one of the biggest things for us is... We woke up one morning and of course the Keurig is not working. The Nespresso machine is not working, but we do have a French press and a gas stove. So what did we do? We cut open a couple of K-cups, dumped that those coffee grounds into the French press, boiled some water, and that was one of the best cups of coffee I think that I've ever had. Seriously, I mean the half and half was going to go bad anyways. Might as well use it, right? <laughs> so I think that brings us nicely into our topic of the day, which is coffee. Coffee is obviously something that us millennials love. We are big coffee fanatics in this house, something that I don't think we can uh, really live without for too long. We're the people who have the Nespresso machine next to the Keurig, next to our pour over, next to our French press, <laughs> next to our kettle. <laughs> I think you even bought some instant espresso too, right? Yeah, that was just for a recipe, but okay. you're right. I have it. <laughs> we like coffee so much, we put it into foods. Yes. You know, that being said, we're obviously not the only ones. Coffee is beloved around the world, and caffeine is actually the most widely used drug in the world. little fun fact there. So I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, coffee and its effects on the body, being the nerdy doctor I am. Um, you know, caffeine doesn't actually give you real energy. It just kind of allows your nerves to function a little bit quicker um, for a short period of time. But there are a lot of cool things people like to put into coffee. Um, personally, because I felt like I was getting a little bit dependent on that afternoon cup, you know, having two cups a day or sometimes even three cups. I did a little detox around the holidays and I've definitely appreciated it a lot more. You know, I feel like now, you know, I walk in by a coffee shop or I smell somebody's coffee and I really get that big inhale like... Like, I do love coffee, but it makes you, like we said, it makes you realize how much you appreciate something when you go without it. And of course, around the holidays, I had about, you know, a week or two off from work, so I didn't need it to wake me up in the morning. I could go without it for a while. And I think I did close to a month with, you know, three or four coffees total. 
Yeah, it was really impressive, and I wish I could say that I was able to do it with you, but I I did not. You know, it's crazy how much I love hot bean water, but coffee is truly amazing. Speaking of hot bean water, neither of us are black coffee drinkers. Um, I like classic half and half in mine, nothing else, I'm good to go. But, you know, I do like to, from time to time, mix it up. But Tori, it's a little fancier. Yeah, I'm really trying to, you know, cut out the sugar. So what I'll do is just find a, like, low-sugar uh, flavored creamer to put in. And, you know, gotta love, like, vanilla, hazelnut. You know, I've seen that Nut Pods has, like, a little snickerdoodle, a little toasted marshmallow. I want to try those out. But, you know, sometimes that dairy-free, sometimes that you know, straight up dairy lifestyle. It's crazy how many different ways you can have coffee. There's all these different milks from almond milk to oat milk and, you know, hot coffee, cold coffee. I'm a stand for iced coffee. And I mean, people even get it frozen, you know, at Wake Zone. We mm -hmm. loved the Wake Zone mocha frozen. Some of the most popular additions to coffee are things like MCT oils and other fats like butter. Uh, people do that because it gives you actually lasting energy. You get the fats in there and you can burn that throughout the day. So it fuels you a little better. Um, I've personally started dabbling with some of the mushroom additives. Um, I tried the Four Sigmatic blend of the Lion's Mane. That's, you know, a cognitive enhancer and nootropic. There's also things like cinnamon turmeric, which people use for anti-inflammatory reasons. But people also love the taste of cinnamon on coffee. I think Tori's one of them. Oh, it's delish. Then, of course, there is adding things like alcohol, Baileys, things like that. That's obviously just for fun. It's a good time. You know, maybe if you have a day off or something or even just late night, you know, after dinner drink with a, a little Irish coffee, it's a fun way to go. And something I had never really seen or thought of, and I can't believe I haven't, but somebody said they put ice cream in their coffee, which like, that is an awesome dessert idea. You know, a little, it's almost like having a milkshake, but something different, you know. Who says it has to be a dessert? <laughs> Well, actually, you know, reminds us of this one coffee shop here in Austin, Summer Moon, and they call it Summer Moon because they have this moon milk, which they essentially made to taste like melted vanilla ice cream. So you can get your coffee with that moon milk in it, and oh, it is delicious. Absolutely. And also just need to give a quick shout out to a few coffee substitutes. Um, the two main ones that come to mind are tea and matcha, which can both be freaking bomb if you get them you know, to your liking. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. shout out there. But of course, got to give that MVP to coffee. This week, I'm going to present the dog of the week as one of my favorite dogs to follow on social media. And this dog is named Chief Brody. Yay! I hope some of you guys already know about Chief Brody. He is a member of the Golden Ratio Pack, which is a group of dogs on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, love following them all those places. Uh, basically, Golden Ratio is run by a woman named Jen who fosters golden retrievers. And she has about five at the moment, fluctuates anywhere from like four to seven dogs at a time. And um, CB, which is just short for Chief Brody, um, is awesome. You know, he has such a personality. He's always chewing his toys upside down. And they often get treats, carrots, 
um, from GR Dad. They call him GR Mom and GR Dad, which is hilarious. And every time he gets a carrot, which they call the uh, uncooked carrots crunches and cooked ones roasties. Um, each time CB gets a, a crunch, he just like takes his teeth and crunches it, you know, right away. Like right in the middle and just like explodes in his mouth. Yeah, and like he kind of like bears his, like, you know, pulls his lips back a little so his teeth are out. It's the most hilarious thing. Please go follow them on Snapchat and you'll see it. If you follow Golden Ratio within like a day or two, I'm sure you'll see this CB face where it's just his little front teeth sticking out no matter what he's chewing upside down right side up he likes to stick his little teeth out like he's grinning because he's just so happy to have that treat just need to give that whole account a shout out they spark so much joy so golden ratio guys I love following them the most on twitter and snapchat and on top of them you know just being a fun account to follow you know gr mom and gr dad are doing a great thing you know they're always fostering dogs I think they have gotten a couple you know, from breeders, but they essentially foster dogs who are in hospice care a lot of times, or, you know, people don't want to adopt an adult dog who has seizures and needs medication. And so they end up spending you know, a lot of money on vet bills and special foods. And so it's really nice to see somebody, you know, doing that good thing out there. And then also, you know, making uh, all of us be a part of it. Absolutely. A lot of the dogs are high maintenance, but, you know, they just post like stuff that they do on the daily and it's great that they just let us in you know a little window into their lives and you know I'm so happy that they want to share that with us because people I mean they have quite the following people love seeing those dogs and the one last thing I want to say about our dog of the week Chief Brody is that Tori called him CB Chief Brody but he also has a title on top of that which is GB as in good boy so he is affectionately known as CBGB Chief Brody good boy well, that was a fun dog of the week. With that out of the way, let's move on to turn up or throw up. So number one this week is Legos. Hmm, for Legos, I'm going to have to go with throw up. It's usual after we are doing our first week with a soundboard. We're pretty impressed with ourselves, not going to lie. Oh, gosh, we're cutting this out. Um, so, Legos, something to step on. Ouch, no thank you. I never really played with them. That's I'm enough. not creative enough to build anything. But I'm, what do you think? What would you I'll say? turn up for sure. Turn up? Oh, okay. All right, how about White Claw? Turn up. <laughs> I love White Claws. Ooh, favorite flavor flavors would probably have to be tangerine and mango. Definitely mango. Mango White Claws, a quality one. All right, number three, because this was supposed to air last week, but of course we lost power in this crazy ice storm, Valentine's Day. Turn up. Even if you're not with somebody on that holiday, there is so much chocolate, and it all goes on sale after the fact. So, like... It's really a win for everyone. Great analysis. All right. Number four, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Ant-Man, right? Yeah, turn up. <laughs> Paul Rudd is such a character. Also, totally recommend watching out the Hot Ones episode on YouTube. 
with Paul Rudd, he is hilarious. And you get to know, like, him, not, like, you know, the character. Yeah, and if you've never seen Hot Ones, you've probably seen a gif or meme of his episode of Hot Ones. Yes, it'll be so full circle when you watch it. All right, number five, Electric Cars. Ooh, this one's tough. I'm not sure. Uh, I guess I'll go with uh, Throw Up. I can't afford that. Yeah, I mean, people talk about, you know, saving the environment, but it would probably be better to recycle an older car, but also mining all those materials for them can be pretty bad for the environment. And, like, I get where they're coming from, but they're also still making regular cars. So it's either, like, regular or all electric. You know what I mean? One or the other. Yeah, and a lot of companies are saying they're going to go all electric in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever. So we'll see where that goes, but definitely some really cool stuff being made in the electric, you know, sector. Yeah, well, we'll revisit this in a few years. All right, Etsy. Turn up. All about it. If you have something that you're good at or even something you're not good at that you just like doing and somebody wants to buy it, like, hell yeah, that's what America is all about. Go out there and do you. Just hustle and grind and make it happen. Hell yeah. All right. Moving on to Zodiac Symbols. Turn up. Yeah, I don't know. That's cool. I mean, there might be some connection. I'm not going to write it off. So I feel like most of my life I was, you know, full on team throw up. But recently I heard somebody say that, like, you know, you don't have to be into it. But if it gives somebody else joy and they, you know, really enjoying it and doesn't hurt anybody, why not make it a positive? That's actually an excellent point, you know. And I, I believe that everything happens for a reason. Like, there's probably... A reason you were born that day at that time, which creates whatever zodiac symbol you are. You know, what if there is some bigger connection? Who who are we to say no? All right. Number eight, which would be the bomb if you're on hot ones. Amazon. Mixed feelings. You gotta pick. Can it's I a turn up both? or throw up. It's turn up or throw up. Oh my gosh. Uh, turn up, just because I'm really excited for our Amazon. Yeah, we are getting some cool stuff delivered tomorrow. Drying rack. It is a tough one, though. I mean, you know, Amazon has hurt a lot of people, but it's also helped a lot of people, you know, make money through it. I know a lot of people who were Amazon sellers in grad school. You could just pick stuff up and sell it through them. But then there's also a news story this week that Amazon India was breaking the law and lying about it in some leaked documents, you know? And then again, it's cool that Jeff Bezos created this giant empire. But on the other hand, again, there's definitely negatives knocking out little mom and pops. Yeah, he's really monopolizing the market and, you know, small businesses, you know, like these Etsy shops I, I turn up for are struggling because of it. All right, great analysis there. And I'm moving on to kettlebells. Turn up. Great tool. Yeah, totally turn up. I know you probably disagree. Yeah, kettlebells are definitely like one of my least favorite pieces of gym equipment. Um, but because of that, I literally got this little kettlebell keychain to put on my keys. And it kind of reminds me to like challenge myself because if I wasn't, you know, feeling the best that day, sometimes I would seek out the kettlebell square at F45 and just like, like, all right, like, let's knock down this wall. 
So the tenth and final turn up or throw up topic is bubble tea. Oh wow! I can't really even say that I've had it, but I'm gonna go with turn up. It has a cult following, so I mean, it has to be good, right? Yeah. And the little tapioca or whatever at the bottom. Mm-hmm. People are all about that. All right. Well, we have a resounding majority of turn ups in this week's edition of Turn Up or Throw Up. For this week's deal of the week, I found a ton of great presidents, you know, weekend sales. But now that we're a little bit past that, I noticed that Overstock still has a sale on for like the next four days. It's going to be 70% off up to, you know, a bunch of items and other percentages on the way up there. But free shipping on everything. So go ahead and check it out. You know, I've definitely been all over their site just because we just moved. There's things we need. We did a lot of purging before we left, but definitely check it out for the deal of the week. And that brings us to our final segment of the week, which is on the bright side. Now I know the beginning probably sounded like a lot of complaining coming from us, but my on the bright side this week is even though I went through all of this crazy stuff, we finally made it here and I made it with my A1 day one, my number one. You know, I'm so happy to have Tori with me to go through all this because alone bed bugs would be absolutely miserable. But with her, we can laugh about it and, you know, still make a positive out of it and have a great time doing it the whole time. So, you know, definitely cherish those people around you. Same thing, like I said, with all those good friends in Raleigh, make sure that the people who you care about know that you care about them. Don't let the uh, time pass about them knowing how important they are to you. And that will wrap up this week's episode of Professional Millennials. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next week.